In a competitive, ever-modernizing world, artisan producers are staying resilient. Through perseverance and a dedication to the art of making, they're challenging the mass-produced industry. We visit three entrepreneurs in Istanbul, Cape Town and Mallorca who prove that when it comes to quality and longevity, nothing compares to a one-of-a-kind handmade piece. In the ever-evolving city of Istanbul, the once dilapidated Galata district is now being colonized by young entrepreneurs. Two of them are Denise Yurtkuran and Merve Tatari. In August 2014, they opened the doors to Nix, a tiny shop specializing in artisan candles. This is the oldest street in Istanbul. This is the coolest street. This is up-and-coming street. And we are a Turkish brand. Everything is handcrafted. Everything is a Turkish materials. But it, it has to be in a location where there is a lot of foreign people because they like more handcrafted things. Distinctive for Nix's candles are the sophisticated handcrafted containers made from copper and glass. We went out to streets and we were looking for some craftsmen. I think we found the best copper in town, best glassman, best glass organic painter, candle pouring man and we found them. With a background in advertising and journalism, switching to candle making seemed an unlikely choice for the university friends. But inspired by the olive farm Denise grew up on, the two decided to follow their instincts. They quit their jobs and started producing candles from pure olive oil and natural scents. No people believe to us. <laughs> and when we come to the craftsman store, they look at us and they say a lot of things. We never know anything about copper or glass or candle. And then we start to talk with them, we start to learn, we, we did our research, we tried to do something. We bought a lot of glass, we, bought, we did a lot of containers, and the final, we did this. Recycling is an important value for Nix. Once the candle has burnt out, customers are encouraged to reuse the container or to come back for a refill, ensuring people continue to enjoy the illuminating experience. I think people are tired to use computer, to use every technological things all day long. And when you come to your home, you can uh, turn off your electricity and you can burn some candle and you can relax and you have a... It's like a meditation thing. Wolf and Maiden started really just from a sense that I felt looking around I couldn't find anything that was visibly made to, to last a lifetime. I think people have forgotten that, you know, pre the industrialized revolution, like everything was made to last forever. When I design the products that I design, first and foremost, the biggest focal point is, is how can I make this thing as hardy as possible. With our leather products and our smalls, that's often a case of like minimizing the weak points. Using honest materials in a way that makes them really durable and strong, because that allows them to, to get nicer. All these materials over time will just soften and darken and start picking up blemishes and start telling their own story. Because I want red wine stones, I want crayon marks, I want little nicks and scratches and like because that, that product then starts telling a, a really intricate and interesting story. 
What people don't realize is that South Africa's only asset is time. A lot of the rest of the world looks at a product that's visibly taken a long time to make and there's an immediate value allocation to that product. In South Africa we have a lot of, we have a lot of unskilled people who can be trained up to do what, 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 what I do. I mean, I taught myself how to do this in my bedroom in the space of like a week. I knew nothing about leather. And I literally sat down in my bedroom with some basic leather hand tools and I taught myself how to work with it. I think people are realizing that the things that I sell are adhering to a philosophy about products as opposed to a, a you know, sales pitch or an idea, or it's, it's a philosophy on, on how things should be made. And at the end of that process, then to have somebody who really likes it enough to put their money in your hands in exchange for whatever you've done, that's like the cherry on top. The Mediterranean island of Mallorca is home to Teixit Vicens, a family of artisans who for five generations have been weaving the cloth of tongues, an ecat cloth made of cotton and linen fibers brought to the island along the Silk Road and now the island's cultural heritage. No hay muchas empresas que, que duren también, que haya tantas generaciones que sigan con, con el producto. Y le llegas, llegas a coger tal pasión y tal estima al producto que que muchas veces trabajas ya por amor al arte para preservar lo que es el, el producto. What began as a small workshop in 1854 is today one of the last three places in Europe that preserves the artisan ikat technique of dyeing the thread with parts masked to remain uncolored before it is woven. However, surrounded by a harsh economic climate, the family began to look to the past for inspiration. La crisis que hemos padecido te ayuda a cambiar el rumbo, de rectificar. Nosotros estábamos muy cómodos antes porque estábamos aquí esperando que gente viniese, las cosas fun iban funcionando, pero nos hemos tenido que mover para preservar lo que es el producto y salir adelante. ¿no? Cogiendo un poco lo que son fotografías históricas de la empresa, habíamos el año pasado una nueva línea de moda, pero nos hemos dado cuenta que esto también en antaño se también se hacía. Their timeless designs, passed down by generations and strongly inspired by the Mediterranean surroundings, is combined with the quintessentially Mallorcan shoe, the espadrille. La combinación de un tejido artesano con la suela artesano, con todo de fibras naturales, encontramos que era un producto diferente, auténtico y local. Y nos ha ayudado bastante este producto como un producto gancho para vender también otros productos porque debido a la crisis mundial creo que ha habido también un cambio de mentalidad a nivel europeo. Quieren comprar cosas que sean más locales, buscar el equilibrio, lo auténtico y lo sostenible. Estamos tan motivados para que este producto no, no muera que no, no nos damos cuenta de pasar el tiempo. Vienen más generaciones y la, la quinta generación ya tiene sus propios hijos que vamos a ver qué pasa.